Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of Honest Chats. If you're new, welcome. I encourage you to subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. If you're returning, thank you so much for returning, sticking with the conversation. Hey, this is part three of my chat with Graham on evangelism, traditions, um, apathy, um, perspective, and our, our view of eternity. So we're here. This is home stretch. Only another um, 30 minutes or so to go. So I want to encourage you to listen to a bit of the content. If you're new and this is your first episode coming in, go back. There's two part. There's a, it's a three-part um chat so listen to the first two episodes to get context on this and then uh, let me know how this impacts you would love to hear from you also next week is christmas day that our next episode drops in so if you haven't yet um want to encourage you to answer those questions that i'm asking you to answer at the end of the episode also coming up soon Hopefully we will have an episode drop dropping in from the giveaway that I'm going to be doing as part of getting up to 1,000 people listening. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being part of this. And um, we'll see you next Tuesday. Actually, listen to the end of this episode. <laughs> Could it be that it's not just comfort, but I said, the other thing that you mentioned is... Um, a perspective on eternity yes that is almost well it's lacking absolutely and you know to for me what that sort of looks like in the western world and western church today is that a lot of things have been reduced down to what you feel and making this life here on earth as comfortable you know like this is it this is all we got if you don't enjoy life now that's it yep you know and so the the perspective with which we look at well there's a word perspective with which we look at our lives on earth is removed from the concept of eternity actually existing yeah and I think eternity is a very difficult thing to think about well yeah um, which doesn't help <laughs> but I think we've drifted and, and we we focus on how can we do church well mm. and if we're doing church well then we're, we're doing well and if we're living for Jesus then we're doing well yeah. but we, we don't and I mean you're more happy clappy than I am so maybe in, in the can't even think what's well, charismatic. <laughs> I can think of the real word for it then. Charismatic church, maybe. I like it's, happy uh, clappy. That's very, maybe that's, very nice. Thank you. The, in England, England back in the day, charismatics were very happy clappy. <laughs> a clap in church. Oh, I know. We, we, had, we had a woman visit, visit our church, Baptist church, mm. and the old pastor who was very serious mm. and very dull was preaching that day. Yeah. And she ran up and down the aisles tending to be a plane oh. during the songs. Oh. Never seen so many people just glare. It's a very She's old person church. No, she she yeah. only went that one yeah. down. Yeah. Bless her. <laughs> we thought it was hilarious. Like, I was a te- I was a teenager, so I was just like, this is brilliant. <laughs> um, anyway. But yeah, so so you know, maybe you have a different perspective and maybe but like it doesn't get preached out 
a lot. Mm. And it should probably be the end of every sermon. Yeah. It should just be like, because we're going to spend eternity in the kingdom of God, and that's going to be great. So let's focus on that mm. and live your life in the way that almost as Christians, you've kind of got to go. You'll be dead soon. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. Maybe right. sooner than you think. Yeah. So. Very true. I think we've, I think the Western world and Western society has crept into the church. Mm. And, and so we hold those views without realizing it. Yeah. So we believe we have plenty of time. We believe that, um, <coughs> death is something we shouldn't think about. You know, in the Western world, mm. you look at all the adverts for Botox yeah, and all of those things. Yeah. Like, don't look like you're old like because you don't yeah. want to talk about being old and, and death and yeah. stuff like that. We just pretend it doesn't happen. Mm. And, you know, it's a great tragedy that this person has died. Yeah. But, oh, but well, for, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, but for us, it should be like, woo, we're going to die. Come yeah. on. And, you know, Paul just goes, if I die... Awesome. Awesome. Unfortunately, I'm <laughs> stuck here with you st- lot. <laughs> oh, you are so boring. I just, love his perspective. You know, do you think he's just... Because it always really annoys me that, that Paul goes, I want to go and see... Jesus. No, he says, I want to go and see the um, the Caesar. He's got, you know, he goes in front of a group of oh, all these people yeah. and he goes... No, I'll see Caesar. And then they're all like, oh, it's us to see Caesar, mm. which is his right. He's, he's allowed to do that. Yeah. But like, one of them, because he gets the other guy to come along and he just goes to him, if he hadn't asked to see Caesar, I was just going <laughs> to let him off. <laughs> like they bought all these, these things against him. And I think they're just, I think they're just yes. jealous and yeah. petty. So I was going to let him go, but he's, he yeah, said he, he will Caesar. present his case to Caesar. So now I have to send him. And I was like, idiot, Paul. <laughs> you could have spent another 20 years preaching the gospel. Mm, but do you think one day if he realised that, it's like, if I go to Caesar, Nero's definitely going to kill me. <laughs> I must preach to Caesar. <laughs> He'll kill you, Paul. Oh, Willie, oh, no. Oh, How devastating. What a shame. I have to spend eternity <laughs> with my Lord and Saviour. <laughs> I'd love it if you were in the queue to see Jesus in the afterlife and, and, and those women were there too. I'd love it if you were queuing up and you got a tap on the shoulder and one of those oh. women just went, went, are you waiting for our Lord and Savior? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, haven't, I haven't actually stopped thinking about it. It, but it, it really is the thing as well though, that, yeah. that, and again, talking perspective, the perspective on everything, everything we do particularly if you've got like family who are not Christians for everything you say and do now how heartbreaking is it going to be if you get to the kingdom of God and they're not there that is going to be the worst thing ever because that you're like and that was my dad I could have talked to my dad about it that was my mum my my brother I could have talked to if I've not got the guts to talk about talk it to that person over there or the the next door neighbour don't you think I would have and because I never really thought about eternity mm. and what is that yeah. going to be like it was never really on my mind yeah you know and I think that's yeah that's gut wrenching yeah you know, think about you know um, and it should be and we should be going yeah because this is just the place where we get as many people the into the party we got as well yeah. yeah and I know I'm going to get to heaven and be like 
So where are all the people that I saved? Are they here? And Jesus would be like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're looking at them. Yeah. But this is an empty room, Jesus. Yes, I know. You were rubbish. Oh. And the crazy guy on the train that walks up and down going, you need Jesus. Everyone goes, oh. And Christians are like, oh, it's so embarrassing. We're not all like that. It's just going to have a massive crowd of people he saved. Or she. Yeah. I, I was convicted so much about that a couple of, couple of years ago that I ended up, you know, and my family, my brothers and sisters, um, some of them know God, some of them don't know God, but you know, that very same thing of thinking about, thinking about this life is so temporary, it's, you know, like the Bible, it's like a vapour. Mm-hmm. And just gone being incessant, even with my family, because at least they can tolerate me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I'm going to go anyway. You're going to have you know, a go about brother. Jesus again. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, but yeah, Jesus. just encouraging them and bringing them back to, hey, just want to remind you, God yeah. is the meaning of life. And, um, you know, and so just amping that up. And I think, yeah, perspective on eternity is incredibly, is incredibly important because what what else do we have apart from that i mean life is hard enough as it is. it's not geared to to you know apart from probably the top whatever percentage but there's no human who's immune from yeah. from all of the, the, the effects and consequences of sin in the world and so like it's not geared for us to stay here. We're yeah. trying to immortalize ourselves with Botox and building massive companies and we put our names on them. Yeah. And it's like, they will remember me. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. But it's all to nothing because at some point it all gets raised. Yep. Yeah. And everything ends in death. Right. But we just ignore that. Oh, as we try. Yeah. Or as much as possible and, and think we need to save people. But what? Because, you know, you go, well, what, what happens after you die? Oh, we just disappear. Mm. So what are you doing? Yeah. If you just, if you have 70 years and then you die and you just wink out of existence, why are you going to school? Mm. Why yeah. are you working so yeah. hard? Yeah. yeah. Why bother? Yeah. Very true. Because, like, go out and have fun mm. and enjoy life. Like, and if you haven't got money, just go and rob that person over there because <laughs> you don't have any morals. Yeah. Because it's all for nothing anyway. Because there's no God. And they're going to die and it's going to go for yeah. someone else. And, and there's, there's no God, so there's no external moral. Yeah. And you just disappear in the end, so it's all pointless. Yeah. And, you know, this is with atheists when you start questioning them, you go, yeah, but why would you do this? Because according to you, life is meaningless. Oh, the meaning of life is to have a good time. <laughs> In your nine to five job in an office, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Don't you don't live the way like Christians are supposed to? I was going to say Christians live in the way they believe, and they obviously don't, do they? That's what we're talking about. But at least you know they have that thing of living for eternity. Yeah. So we live in a way that we know that we've got eternity. And unfortunately, I think for most Christians, it's, I've become a Christian. I'm in. I'm in. I can sit down. Yeah. And I've got eternity. <laughs> and the, but I mean, the other thing that we don't, we don't preach on a lot is the, the people who say, Lord, Lord, and Jesus mm-hmm. turned around and said, I never knew you. Yeah. 
And people go, oh, yes. You're like, no, it's probably us. It is probably us. What are we doing other than being saved? What are we doing? Nothing. Yeah. So it's probably us. Um, the, I can't remember where it is, where it says that we'll go through the purifying fires mm. and some, some of us will be purified to gold, some to silver and some to like dross that just makes it through. And like, he's talking about your actions in life. Yeah. The people who have been really, really good will be refined to gold. People who have been kind of good, tried their best, refined <laughs> silver. And then people like me will be melted away to like the least amount of like mm. copper yeah. and then like in you come you just made it. you know true, yeah. and we don't preach on that like yeah mm. that's that's your good deeds that's what you're doing yeah for god yeah because you know we talk about if you're not a follower of god and you go to hell or whatever that might be and and you know satan going into a, a thing of fire there, there could be an idea there that you are paying for all of your sins and the reason that we don't spend eternity in fire is because Jesus has wiped away all of that sin but we still go through the purifying fire maybe everyone goes through the purifying fire but it's just the people who don't know God their sins are so great that it takes eternity for them to burn away and for us because we go through Jesus we only have a few things to to be refined um, interesting but we've still got that coming still do and, and yeah you know I look at it I'm like I am barely going to scrape <laughs> in barely <laughs> be hanging out with all these gold people <laughs> yeah very yeah. sort of lead coloured yep <laughs> very small a bit of gold yep. please yeah <laughs> um I heard, I read this um, a while ago. It's so sorry to bring the Bible into this. Oh, <laughs> you religious people always bringing in the Bible. Uh, You're talking about Jesus next. Um, where is it? It's this phrase, weird phrase, Psalm ninety. I don't know if you read it before, in verse twelve. It says, "So teach us to number our days." Moses is talking, scratch in the middle of. Um, you know, I'll read. I'll read the. You talked about seventy years, the days that we live. So he goes, um, the days of our lives are seventy years. If by reason of strength, they're eighty years. Yet their boast only. Their boast is only in labor and sorrow. Yeah, much yeah, work. <laughs> long you long you have to work. <laughs> but it is soon cut off, and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. I mean, try not to say that. <laughs> um, but this is what stood out to me. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Um, and just that sense of, you know, when, you, when, you, when we actually put life and I think just as an exercise, a mental exercise, to put our lives in the perspective of even all of human history. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's going to do a lot for how I think about my problem. Yeah, yeah. It's going to do a lot about how I think about whether or not I'm making an impact. Um, 
because that's really like we can understand history yeah. like that we can understand it's 2,000 years and it's like my little 80 years 70 to 80 yeah. years like in all of that it's like yeah I've yeah yeah. You know, and, and I had this thought, which was a little bit scary for me, actually. I was driving and I just thought, it was just this weird little sentence. You know, if history, con- story continues, the earth continues, 300 years from now, I'm nothing. Yep. If that. Literally nothing. Yeah. Not in anybody's memory, not yeah. connected to anyone relationally. No. All this stuff that I've strived for. I worked for destroyed yep but there are great preachers that 300 years ago we still know the names of and the things that they've done for God have still echoed down that history and that the stuff that that if you want to be remembered in history of of something worthwhile and and know you've done something that then it's got to be God related it has to you've got to and that's why I go back and say like I, I keep going oh, I should you know try and do this podcast and should I do it it's got <laughs> behind it can I be bothered yeah ooh what's that shiny thing over there <laughs> I like crankers um, <laughs> but but the truth is you go well yeah no I'd, I'd prefer to go and play this video game than do yeah. that at this moment I'm tired and stuff yeah. the video game is pointless absolutely my hobby which I love is pointless mm. Films which I love and my huge knowledge about films, pointless. Doing a podcast that says, you know what, I think we might be doing church wrong, we need to pick Mm. it up so that we can change the way the Western church runs so that we can bring people into the kingdom of heaven. Probably important. So I really should probably come up with it. Because I... I've always had a massive ego and I'm really thinking about getting back into the I'm going to change the world mode now yeah. because I, I was really, really upsetting me what the Western church is doing or not doing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, I might be saying all this stuff from a lack of knowledge and actually if I knew more, you know, people could write into me and say, actually, <laughs> most people doing this, it's just your rubbishy little church. Um, but we've got to change people's opinions of yeah. what the church is like. And the, the opinion of the church and Christianity in the West at the moment is not great. really much justified. Yeah. We are judgmental. We do church well and pat ourselves on the back. But we're not... And, I mean, you know, it's bad to say we're all judgmental. I think, like, the younger people probably aren't. But as a whole, the Western Church in, in its history has always been that an exclusive, and club. we pick the people we want. And, and most churches are a social club. Yeah. There's a, a great thing in The Guardian, I think, that there's fears for the Church of England in the next like 20 years because less people are converting to Christianity in their old age. So basically, the Church of England has survived for the last however many years because people get to a certain age, get scared about what might happen when they die, and convert to Christianity, and then tithe and then every they week. Die. <laughs> so they get they they've got the money to keep running because of paranoid old people <laughs> convert, and they say, "Oh, you know, we give ten percent of it, of our money every week," and they go, "Cool, okay, if that gets me in, that's fine." Oh and now because 
young people are not becoming old people mm. and becoming Christians. Now, what the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> and the thing that I did this in the, I did this in my home group one time. I said, "Why do you think the church is failing in in the West?" Ah, mm. oh, it's Satan and and media and stuff. I don't know <laughs> if I said this last time. Um, and you know, Satan's got control of the media, which is probably true, mm. and all of this stuff. And we went through all these things. A lot of it was Satan. Yeah. And I was like, you know, the one people we haven't blamed Us. ourselves. Yeah. Do you not think maybe we're doing it wrong? <laughs> Could be. And no one sit. No one looks at. Go. No, no. Yeah. Of course not. I go to church every week, and you know, I serve on the roster. Yeah. I do the thing. Like that's good. How many people you talked about Jesus recently? Oh well, I have to build relationships <laughs> first, you know, because if you just come at it like that, it's like. Ah, ah. And, you know, I can say all of this and be really smug on a podcast, but <laughs> I'm going to walk out of here and not go and do any of that stuff yeah, because... Yeah. So my my thing, and I suppose this would probably be something to explore further in the future, I'd love to explore the sayings of Jesus that we brush over. Mm. But in saying that, to start with... Are people meeting the real Jesus? Because, I mean, if it doesn't make sense to me that, you know, maybe this conversation could be part of an ongoing thing, but it doesn't make sense to me that even people who met people who met Jesus and then other people who met people who met people who met Jesus and they heard about him and they... I don't know, like the penny dropped. Yeah. The Holy Spirit illuminated that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, that it changed everything. Yep. And I'm wondering, so then, are people meeting feelings? If you you become a Christian, you've got to meet Jesus, sure. Like, yeah, and so, because it's a new birth, right? It's a new birth. Yes. So... That's my question, um, you know, of are people meeting Jesus or are they meeting some some shadow or thing think, of Jesus that maybe we need to go back and, you know, even I personally am thinking, you know, going back and rereading and refamiliarizing myself to a, a, to a newer level with the teachings of Jesus, not just, just, not just to know them, but also to practice. Like, is my life reflecting that so yeah. that I can... Because um, to Jesus, obedience is more important than what you know. Yeah. Like it, it's more important than what you think you know, or what you think you should do. Like you know, he even told his mum and brothers, "Who is it's it's the people who obey." Yeah. Than my father, than my brothers and sisters. So. You know, gone. That links to the the stuff you said, Moses saying about number your days so that you can gain wisdom, mm. and of course the. Proverbs says, "Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and fear there not being being scared of him, but respect him." So when you number your days so that you can gain wisdom, I think Moses is saying, "Number your days so that you understand who God is." That's what you're spending your your days doing. Yeah. I think probably you've got to meet Jesus to to have a conversion, to have a proper conversion. Yeah. Whether you then tuck him away in a nice safe spot and most of the sermons you'll hear are Jesus loves you it's all fine 
now go home and, and carry on as normal that we can go oh yeah okay so that's who Jesus is and we forget the um, riding on the horse flaming eyes sword come out of his mouth um, pictures in Revelation yeah. Yeah. of who Jesus really is and it goes back to the whole you know the Holy Spirit prompted me <laughs> the power of God <laughs> prompted <laughs> It's all I'm good for. It's like having, a, having one of these big smartphones and yeah. stuff. Go, no, I just use it for calls. But you can search the internet. No, <laughs> just I just text. You know, that's only one small part of the whole package. Uh. Don't care. And um, I do wonder if either we meet Jesus, and it's great, and you'll find new Christians will get up to the front in church, mm. out of sequence. And talk about how happy they are to be Christians and all the stuff that's happened to their life. You give them a month, and they're just like everybody else. Just sits there, does everything. Kid. Mm. So I think that kind of gets bashed out of you in church. And then you sort of store it here, and you're like, "Yes, I'm a follower of Jesus." Amongst like you said earlier, amongst everything else, or we get like a semi-skimmed Jesus rather than a full cream Jesus. So we get the he's nice and caring, and he loves you. And not the obey and get out there, That's right. Jesus that yeah. did everything. And I think, I think going back to the Holy Spirit, why aren't we seeing the church growing? And you know, why do people get? Because again, if you look at the stuff in the the New Testament, I don't read that. Oh, I want to become a Christian now. Mm. Um, it's not very it's attractive. Stuff. <clears throat> it was just that their sermon doesn't really explain why. That nothing in the New Testament ever explains why. I should be following Jesus. Yeah. There's sort, sort of stuff that talks about it and Paul often goes and then I talk to people about stuff and explain stuff and then they'll become Christians. Mm. But what did you say? Jesus, mm. we've got one sermon yeah. of Jesus. And, and Jesus' sermon is the you already know what the religion is. Yeah. This is. The Sermon on the Mount is this is what you think it is. This is what it really is. Which is every single one of the minor prophets are wow yeah. that's a first thought they'd come for you yeah I'm well tucked away all the minor prophets except for um, Jonah mm. they all say exactly the same thing yeah you're making a show of your religion but you don't mean it mm. you you do it. Everyone say, "What do I? What do I want? Mercy, not sacrifice." You yeah. know, God sets up that whole sacrificial system, and then spends the rest of the, the Old Testament going, "I don't care about the doves you sacrificed. Yeah. Be a nice person. Yeah. I don't care if the cross is lit up, mm. or where the communion table. Even if you take communion, mm. I don't care. Do you sing songs? Oh, but we must worship the holy name. No, convert people. That's You've right. got eternity to worship Mistake, me." Yeah. Yeah. You you know it's because mm. it it the re- and the reason why I say that is because when I come in, as well like, against or not against or come across the teachings of Jesus, he's not he's not asking questions. No, asking our opinion. Yeah, on things, um, he is really telling us what it is. Yeah, and at the same time, I don't see how there could be any room for us to be self-centered. Yeah, if when, we took him seriously, when we follow him seriously, yeah, yeah. because it's 
it's things like if anyone desires to come after me they must deny themselves yeah. take up their cross yeah. and follow me like okay comfort or choose a life of suffering yeah I love that thing because he, he said that and they would have gone, what's he talking about? And then when he actually was on the cross, a lot of them must have gone, ooh. I need to think a bit deeper about that one. Understand. Touche. But I mean, we do say, we go, I have given my life to Jesus. What have you? Your life, your whole life, all of it, your life. Yeah. Because if I give my life to Jesus, that means I only do everything, everything I do is just for Jesus. Yeah. Unless he goes, yeah. no, no, you can play guitar too. Yeah. It's fine. Enjoy mm. yourself for a bit. Take a bit of time off. Yep. You know, I, I don't think it should be, I only play worship songs on my guitar. <laughs> I only listen to worship songs on the radio. I only watch Christian movies. Um, I don't think he's necessarily doing that. But if you're going to give your life, it's a life of service. It's the recognition that God is the all-powerful creator of everything and yeah. you are nothing. Yeah. You do what he tells you to do. That's right. Or you get eternity in whatever hell is. So, yeah, I, I think the, the thing I was going to say when I was saying about Jesus is the, the preaching and stuff, and Jesus preaches mm. to say, no, 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 Judaism, you, you, you've got it wrong, I'm going to re-explain it to you in the right way. Yeah. Um, that, or you read all that stuff and go, but I couldn't just repeat that to somebody now and they become a Christian. I think mm. the only way people get converted is because the Holy Spirit smashes them with it. Yep. Like, and that's the only way you get saved. Yeah. But who's got the Holy Spirit we do That's so right. if we're not opening our mouth then the Holy Spirit isn't moving I think it's fascinating what you're saying about the dream stuff we kind of go miracle the age of miracles is over we don't you know it's just such a massive excuse I think the age of miracles finished with the apostles no it's just because you don't have enough faith to heal someone you want to make an excuse um because, yeah, out there, and that's the other thing, let's start looking at there. So many people converted in dreams. Absolutely. So, there was Absolutely. one guy who saw his Christian mate at a restaurant, and he was standing at the door, and everyone was waiting to eat. And he woke up, and he's like, I think that was heaven. Wow. And I think they were waiting for me. Wow. And they all looked really happy, but they were all waiting to eat until everyone was, oh, was wow. in. And wow. it's like, and then he said to his mate, and he's like, yeah, no, I think that, yeah, that, yeah. that was heaven. And that's Jesus. Wow. And he went, I'm in there. Wow. You know? And yeah, it, it, that's where there are not people to do it. God will go harder. Then, you know, in, in Muslim countries where there is no Christians whatsoever, mm. God will just go, hello. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> and everyone will go, oh, no, you are. Oh, okay, go. But here, yeah. it's like, no, no, you do it. That's oh, your yeah. point on earth. This Absolutely. is your whole point. This is your one job. You had one job. <laughs> one. Just do it. Go on then. Yeah. Just one. It's not hard. Yeah. Just open your mouth. Yeah. Let the Holy Spirit speak. Yeah. Absolutely. Now. And it, just now. Go. Do it. Yeah. What? No. Why aren't you doing it? I'm going to church. Oh. <laughs> I always think, though, I do think that if Jesus, when you're in church, if Jesus walked in, would he be happy with us? Mm. I think sometimes it's just be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, no, we're, we're, we're worshipping you. Yeah. It's great. I, I love a good bit of worship. <laughs> I, and I should be worshipped. I'm God. It's fine. But mm. get off your ass and get out there and do something. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I think to, to finish off nicely, yeah. since we've just been, just been having a go at the church, and I do think that... Well, you have. It's me, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's absolutely me. 
look out for my you know what new we are in church we've been having a growing ourselves yeah. oh and it definitely is really? me and, and I honestly I yeah. I don't think it's anyone's fault that they're doing it deliberately I think that we we've got we've come into a religion that is set in a certain way hundreds of years ago mm. and which is things like we have a sermon every week mm. why why yeah. we, oh we can't change but we could we don't have to do that, do we? Yeah, it's, no, we don't. it's fine. We can just change things up. <laughs> no, no, but we, all, we always have a sermon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Graham, what, that's, 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 what do you mean? Um, that's why we do it, because we always do it. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do appreciate the, the fact that we're... Like, this is all not to beat down on ourselves as a no. body of Christ, but really it's to go... You know, are we doing what yeah. Jesus said we should be doing? Yeah. And it should be taken with an air of seriousness because yeah. it is serious. Um, so so we need to, we need to have a check. You know, what one yeah. of the things that sort of led me down this path is you go, you read literally the whole of the old. No, you read literally the whole of the Bible, mm. and the whole of the Bible is here's here's the religion, so you can have a relationship with God. You're doing it wrong. I send someone to tell you you're doing it wrong. Okay, you're doing it right again. No, you're doing it wrong again. I'll mm. send someone to tell you. That's, it. That's what all the prophets are. That's what yep. Jesus does. What yep. Paul does in his letters. Like Paul is like, literally, I set up the church last week and you're already, <laughs> it's already doing shambles. it wrong. I'm already writing uh, to you. Yeah. It's been three days. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got poles everywhere. Mm. I don't know how you pronounce it. Asherah poles. Yeah. Um, sacrificing your children to Moloch. Mm. Anyway, um, but but, but the whole thing nice the whole thing is the whole of the Bible is is you're doing it wrong, and for some reason we think that because we've got Jesus we're doing it right all the time. Like, yeah. no, we probably need to. And the, the Reformation was Catholic Church. No, you're doing it wrong. Mm. We've we've steered off course, and yet we are like, no, we're doing it right. It's fine. And and I think my duty, if anything, is almost the duty of. Uh, I don't know that God has actually like ordained me in this. That's one of my things. I'm like, should I be doing this? Is this what you want, God? Are you there, God? Hello, God? I don't know if you're not talking because I'm wrong or because you know I know I'm supposed to be doing it. I should just get on with it. Um, but it's almost that prophetic work of going to the church because the prophets went to the... the um, I think it's interesting the last beatitude is... Um, bless you in persecution when people say all kinds of false things about me blah, 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 because that's what they did to the prophets mm. and you go and the prophets went to the religious tradition so that last blessed mm. that last beatitude is talking about when you get persecuted wow. by other Christians wow. for going out and going I think you're doing it wrong wow. and I think we do need. We need to keep looking at ourselves. Go. Are we doing it wrong? Is tradition more important than Jesus? Mm. Are we doing this? Are we doing? This? What do you believe about Jesus or this? Well, mm. yeah. But what about this verse over here? Yeah. Have we got a complete view? Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, it's not having a go, but it's going. We need a health checkup. We need we to do. just have a look and go. Are we on the right path? And yeah. if you can, if you're listening to this and you can go yes, awesome. Great. Awesome. If you think yes because of your own reasons, <laughs> and you can quote select verses at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's something that came up recently it's actually um, somebody was preaching on the, the next verses it's in Deuteronomy and it's Deuteronomy 31 verse 20 yeah. and it says when I have brought them into the land flown with milk and honey the land I promised on oath to their ancestors 
And when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And I think it's just brilliant that God's talking to Moses and he's going, so, this is just before the Song of Moses. I think the next chapter is the Song of Moses at the very end of everything. And and Moses is like, remember this song to try and keep you on the right path? Because God says, teach them this song. This song should keep them on the right path. Yeah. And beforehand he goes, it won't, because I'm going to give you all this good stuff and then you're going to turn your backs right. on me. So you, God already knew before they got into the land of Canaan that they were going to turn their backs yeah. on him and we were going to have the whole of, of the Old Testament and he still gave them good still things. Right. And however much we mess up and however much we do the wrong things, God knew we were going to do that yeah. and still gives us the blessing and he still gave us Jesus and he yeah. still gave us a relationship with him. That's good. That is great. That is brilliant. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Let's stop there. That is brilliant. Graham, thank you for that. It's awesome. Hey guys, so this is the end of the episode. I just have two questions for you before we end the episode and go into a song by my friend Amy. So, why don't you send me a message to let me know what is the most enjoyable or eye-opening thing for you about the Christmas season, the Christmas story or the Christmas tradition as you know it. Let me know what that is also a second question to tag onto that is do you have any weird or just really interesting christmas traditions that you do every single year i would love to hear from you i'm actually gonna go back and um and ask my mum what is the Christmas tradition that we have that might possibly be a little bit weird because I wasn't born in Australia. And so I might bring that for you in um, on Christmas Day because that's when, that's when um, this honest chat number of episodes is actually going to finish. On Christmas Day, we'll have a brand new episode. So if you're new, thanks for listening. If you're returning... Thank you for tuning in and returning. We drop an episode every single Tuesday. would love your feedback on how this is impacting you. Let me know. But until next Tuesday, have a great week.